0: Hi, hello. Thank you for joining us for Sister Wives, Season 2, Episode 7. The theme of this episode is kind of the holiday season, prepping for it, and of course the chaos of going to the winter cabin. I can honestly say I never want to do this, ever. The sheer amount of stuff that they had to bring, including a real Christmas tree with all of the decorations. Not for me.
1: The Brown family planning is a good look into what you shouldn't do in a large family gathering situation.
0: It's too many moving parts. I think that's what it is.
1: Not only that, but there are specific actions within the family, at least for me, made me think, you are putting so much more work onto yourself and your family by doing these processes.
0: Yeah. I was also going to save this for later for the scene, but it was so bothersome to me. Cody cannot handle packing just himself.
1: That was wild. When he was having his freak out, you joked with me like he's only packing himself and he can't handle that.
0: Exactly. The moms are getting ready. What was it? 16 kids. I mean, there's, Come food, there's
1: food prep. Packing yourself, packing your kiddos. Small
0: children that you have to get ready everything for them. And Cody is losing his shit over just himself. Okay, one more. Let's call it a low light. Why was there so much music in every scene? I couldn't stand it. I felt like it was even louder than the talking sometimes.
1: Now that you mentioned this while we were watching this episode... I did not notice this before, but now that when you mention it, I can't not notice it. And I hope our viewers are also destroyed by this news (laughs) as I was. Because at one point, the music sounds louder than their voices. And I'm like, what the fuck are they doing?
0: If we didn't have closed captioning on, I don't know if we would be able to tell what they're saying.
1: Yeah, there was one point where Mary was talking. I'm like, I... The music is louder than her voice. What is going on?
0: And it went from like dramatic, sad investigation music to getting ready for the holidays to chaotic packing music. And it was just every scene. Some
1: intern was practicing their editing skills. They're like, all right, (laughs) let me get this free music downloaded. Let me uh, interleave it here. Let me check this out. It's going to sound so good.
0: The episode starts with Cody and the wife sitting on the couch talking about an article being published that the county prosecutor will make their decision in the next 60 to 90 days. And I'm assuming that means as far as if they are going to...
1: Prosecute, maybe. Yeah,
0: exactly. Oh, one more thing before we deep dive. What's up? Apparently, I just have lots of issues with how this was edited. I don't know. I never noticed all these things in previous episodes, but... The music being super loud and in tons of different types of music everywhere, but also the editing. We went back and forth between happy holiday cheer and getting ready and horrible crime persecution stuff happening. And it was so back and forth. Like I never knew how to feel like, should I be worried for them? Even though obviously I know the outcome, but
1: I get what you're saying. There's not... Or it didn't feel like a good flow to no. an episode.
0: The intern cutting this, just like you said, was going ham with the music and going ham with the different cuts.
1: I think the thought process for this episode was good as far as we are going through a stressful time, but we're still going to, you know, have the, the holiday experiences, have those good memories because you need to sort of uh, step away from that or unwind mm-hmm. from that and, and you know, enjoy your family. Because, again, you don't know what's going to happen at this point in time. I see where they were going, but I do agree with you where it was a little back and forth too quickly. Like you were just going back and forth too fast.
0: Again, with the episode starting out, they're going to make their decision next 60, 90 days. Everyone's so scared and we're putting up Christmas lights. (laughs) And then we cut to Mary and Leon going on the roof and putting up the Christmas lights. Did they test them before they put them up?
1: They probably did. I don't, I always put Christmas lights up on a ladder. I never actually walk on the roof.
0: Well, we just say like, we're both scared of it. So neither one of us is going to go up there.
1: Well, first of all, we're fairly clumsy. Humans, (laughs) we're fucking clumsy. We might think we're like super fucking on it, but no, we're not. We're fucking clumsy. We'll trip over a fucking curb. Being on a a sloped roof or an angled roof, like, If your body angles a little bit like, you know, past center of gravity, like you're going to fall.
0: Nope, not for me. Scared of heights.
1: Yeah, I need need a little bit of safety. I need to be strapped down somewhere.
0: So our trick is putting it on the porch and like the first floor and then the second floor windows will Mm -hmm. put like lighting around that.
1: Besides the gap, they did look good.
0: I'm wondering if it was one of those horrible things where you test them and then they're all good to go and you put them up and somewhere in the jiggling of that whole process, the whole section went out. Yeah, you like pulled, a, pulled a wire or something. is as disappointing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was something weird going on with the Brown family eyes this episode. I, I don't know what to make of it. I wish we touched on it. Mary just straight has a black eye and then Janelle has a perpetually watering eye. What is going on?
1: Okay, at first I thought Janelle was crying.
0: I thought so too, but then it was still the same way in a not sad portion. Again, the quick cuts between Holiday and the investigation and then Janelle's eyes just perpetually watering.
1: It's funny, we listened to Ace and Caitlin, and I do remember them for the longest time talking shit about their cold sores. It's
0: the cold, yeah, there's the cold sores. Now, Uh, you can get cold sores, like, around your eye, but I don't think Janelle, I don't uh, think that's what it was. I don't
1: remember them ever mentioning their eyes.
0: No. I thought Mary was just wearing, like, eyeshadow, Mm -hmm. but then I noticed, like, no, it's swollen and that color's going, like, further to the side.
1: What if it was like a weird allergic reaction or something? <laughs> that sucks.
0: <laughs> I do like that the kids all participate in a gift exchange and it's like random drawn from a hat names.
1: Here's where I thought they could um, make Christmas a little more simple for them. I love this idea, by the way, the whole you know children exchange thing. You, you grab a, a partner, essentially, or, or whatever. The sheer amount of people they have, I thought the next sequence would have been something like you matched up with the sibling, and that's the gift you'll get. So, so it's, it's, you don't have to accumulate so many gifts for this family.
0: Well, isn't that what it is between the kids? Maybe. I think the moms get kids' gifts, but I think the kids do their own gift exchange. That's what I took from it. Maybe that's wrong. Okay, small shout-out to my brother and sister-in-law. They do this thing every year for like Mother's Father's Days, and I think holidays as well, where they'll give the kids like 20 bucks each, they'll go to like Target or something and they like let them get gifts for each other. And it's so cute to see what they end up getting everyone.
1: Yeah, for Father's Day, they'll pick up something from my brother-in-law or yeah. for you know Mother's Day, they'll pick up something from my sister-in-law. And it it seems to be a very sweet moment. What your child thinks of you or what yeah. you may want or like, <laughs> it's pretty fascinating.
0: It is. And I love, so we always spend christmas eve and christmas day together and the kids will exchange their gifts for each other on christmas eve and it's really cute to see like they get so excited when their siblings opening their gift and they love to tell them like why they got it or like oh i looked everywhere for that for you and it's really cute to see like the lengths they went to to get their sibling a gift they would love Mm -hmm. it's just a sweet thing the christmas tree lot a lot was happening Many giggles, many eyelash fluttering.
1: They had a great setup, though.
0: They did. It was
1: a good setup. I'm not a fan of the colored Christmas trees.
0: I was surprised that Mary liked the pink flocked Christmas tree.
1: It looks really tacky, I think.
0: It's just not for me. I'm a like a traditionalist when it comes mm-hmm. to my my Christmas decorations. I like a big, fat, dug fur, as fluffy as I can get it. We don't have high ceilings, so like it can only get so tall, but I like a fluffy one.
1: I do not mind the flirting.
0: They need some love and attention. I and... would actually promote
1: the flirting. <laughs> Go get at it, girl. Yeah, get have you fun. Some.
0: In this scenario where Cody's being a butt to you...
1: The individual running the tree lot, they had a really good personality about them.
0: Okay, it's so funny you say that. So I never write down like side characters names, but for some reason I remembered his name. His name's Matt. Matt was great. Matt was very fun and flirty back. He entertained it. They all gave each other hugs when it was time to go. That could be their lifelong friend. Where's Matt today? Is he single, Mary single?
1: Is Matt still running the tree lot?
0: Oh my gosh. This is the star of a Hallmark movie. Do you remember I told you about that thread on Reddit? This is, she is back in town. She's here to pick up her Christmas tree, get back into the Christmas spirit. We're here.
1: Yeah, I remember the Mary Reddit thread.
0: It's so good. Should I read a little bit of it? Sure. Okay. All right. This is on my usual Reddit TLC Sister Wives page. This is the user from Fredwina Jones. It's titled, Mary Moving to Parowan. It reads, It's like the setup for a Hallmark movie. A middle-aged divorcee moved to a small town to run a bed and breakfast and falls in love with... A man trying to save his family's bakery. Mary can save the day with Rice Krispie treats. A single father that needs to learn the meaning of Christmas? A lonely rancher, maybe? We cracked up. Like, it's so perfect for a Hallmark movie. So, bring Matt back. Where can this go? I like it. This fits right in Hallmark movie. Christmas tree lot, moving back to town.
1: No, so Mary's gonna go back to that tree lot, meet Matt, freshly single. Yes. Hallmark movie.
0: Love it. Here for it. I would like to point out the first comment on this thread as well, as Mary can make the matching pajamas. <laughs>
1: No, no.
0: So good. The lore, it runs deep. It's deep. It's deep. Robin talks about the different traditions in the family. And she says that she wants to bring in something as well. And how she decided to do that is she is going to make Christmas ornaments for all the kids. Sentiment, super nice. I get where she's going. Do the kids want ornaments, though?
1: This wasn't it, Birdie. It wasn't it? This wasn't it. Why, um, you
0: should have done like a Christmas Eve dinner. I don't know, something that everyone just shares together because a kid is not going to value an ornament.
1: Birdie, I get it. You're trying to get closer to the children, trying to you know, integrate yourself into the family, but this family's been together for a you know, little under 20 years. They already have their Christmas tree <laughs> ornaments. It's already decked out. They've already been shared. Other parents have probably already made some for the kids. What are they supposed to do with these?
0: You know what would have been way better? If she was like, we are making ornaments together, a craft night, before you go get the Christmas tree. Yeah, that would have been better than like presenting an already made ornament.
1: I was joking with you after, you know, in another eight years or so, the the child can make their own little mini Christmas tree. (laughs) With all their ornaments. With their ornaments. (laughs)
0: From Robin.
1: I am curious how long that lasted.
0: Oh, yeah. Was it just this one Christmas?
1: We will have to take note of future Christmas episodes if you ever see something that looks like this.
0: (laughs) We find out that Mary makes everyone pajamas every year. Wow, what a labor of love. And like, are you going around and measuring all these children or do you just do a generic like pattern for like small, medium, large? Like I have so many questions.
1: Would you do this?
0: No, no, I know I would get overwhelmed and then quit halfway through. Like I have had my experience of being like, I could make this. And then you end up spending like double and then you have to use all of your time to make something that you could have just bought for cheaper.
1: I don't know how to use a sewing machine, but I would imagine it takes some time to make a whole garment. I mean, it's, a, it's PJ, so it's not too elaborate, but you're still outfitting like 20 people.
0: I just don't. I don't have it. Like, I can crochet all day, but I feel like making something like that, like using the sewing machine, feels so intimidating.
1: I have a thought. Mary recently told us that she was fired from her job. They found out that they were polygamous. They mm-hmm. let her go shortly after. Is this a beginning of Mary is not going back to the workforce? I have hella time. I'm making these PJs.
0: Well, no. I think she did this for years. Like, many years. She's always done the PJ thing. But... What her leaving the workforce in that capacity kind of propelled was her involvement in MLMs. Mm. They don't talk about it specifically, but you can kind of tell with information that has leaked over the years that they've done multiple MLMs. And in Vegas specifically, the reason for the wet bar and entertaining was all the parties that she would throw for her MLM stuff, her and Cody. So they would host these parties, pass out. They were doing some type of drink. I don't know if it was the water MLM or like the green drink MLM, but there was something in there.
1: I still remember this scene of because we recently watched it for whatever reason, but it was Mary crying. But I might want a wet bar. Oh my god!
0: Maybe I'll be less mean, like in context, but out of context, it was so funny. (laughs) As Janelle is sitting across from her, basically saying like, oh, my kids don't have food to eat. And she's like, but the wet bar. (laughs) Wet bar.
1: (laughs) Might want a wet bar.
0: So Robin, ornaments. Mary, pajamas. Janelle, my girl. Christmas breakfast. That's my job as well. I love it.
1: Very cool. It was fun to see that Janelle picked that specific thing because... It seems like throughout the year, the other moms, mostly Christine mm-hmm. is or, or Logan himself, not Logan, excuse me. um, Yeah, Logan yeah, is cooking for their side of the family. So it is cool that Christmas, it's a holiday, Christine picks that role and essentially you are giving the other moms a break.
0: Yeah, for one day.
1: <laughs> now, I was not a fan of, I believe this was the next tradition.
0: Yes, which I find confusing. So Christine's tradition... Is to have the oldest girls make breakfast? Where does Janelle's... Like, do they have separate breakfasts? Does Do the older girls help Janelle and Christine?
1: I don't know, but you're very, like, woman power, like, progressiveness. <laughs> so, like, you're also doing this, like, old-timey women of the household, like, make the food for everyone.
0: We do have to realize that they do live very traditional... Roles and so that's I think logically going to be what they pass down. We, but we I think say that,
1: but Logan, Logan's yeah, doing all know. this cooking for his family. Yeah,
0: not Maddie. No. Makes, that makes <laughs>
1: that makes that throws it just straight out the window. It makes no sense. Oh, you're totally right. It Makes no sense.
0: But the Christmas tradition of only the older girls plus Janelle, like I don't know where how it all fits together, but they all make breakfast. That's not fun. Like, why do the older girls have to make breakfast for everyone?
1: The part that really stuck, I think it was Brianna. <laughs> yes. She gets included with the older... And this, it again, was Aurora. Aurora, sorry. Aurora and then Robin's trying to be all emotional and all like, I'm so happy she's going to be like a part of this. I'm like, wait a minute. Is there like a limit to... We have daughters that are like 16, 15, 14. Like, are they the eldest? Because... Aurora's like 10.
0: I felt like there were even kids, in, like, I don't know everyone's age, but I feel like there's kids in between Aurora and then, like, the actual older kids. Like, she isn't next in line. Robin was like, Cody, you will tell them that Aurora is making breakfast.
1: I mean, I get what Robin's trying to do. She's trying to have also her children play roles in these traditions.
0: It just wasn't her time, I don't think. Maybe it was. Maybe she's a small... 14-year-old. I don't know. Oh, I also have no idea, like, the ages of kids. Like, in real life. Like, I can't tell you how old anyone is. Christine opens up about her grandfather and his wives being arrested and then being all separated with no contact because they were polygamous.
1: I'd be curious how something like that works out because unless you put restraining orders against people how do you stop them from living next to each other for example
0: i don't know or like i don't know i feel like it would be someone in the community could help you reconnect but we have to think like the age that they were in i mean how did people in the community even have the connections with them after all
1: this happened something i wish we got more detail on because i want to form opinions i want to talk my shit But Christine doesn't mention how long ago this was, Mm -hmm. and I know they have polygamous friends. They also don't connect their experiences or have their polygamous friends been prosecuted. They're sort of going off of this moment in time of Christine's family, which for all I know, this could have been 40 years ago. We don't know because she doesn't specify a time frame.
0: But regardless, that is their main reference this happened to their family. We quickly cut away from that sad moment and everyone is packing. It's chaos. It's 10 o'clock. They were supposed to leave at 10 o'clock and everyone is still in the middle of packing. There is food everywhere. There's seven bags of presents, a Christmas tree trying to be loaded up. McKelty is sitting on a laptop and she says, I think we should just stay home. That is correct. That is the time of the year that is a stressful enough and perfect situation. You need to just not make it more stressful. I get their reasoning, but it's just, I think it made it worse.
1: I mean, once again, even the vehicles they have, half of them, I feel like aren't even good to be driving on snow, especially heavy snow.
0: No, it, they are not meant to be at all. This is where Cody is being a jerk and running around the house and blaming Christine he says something which I didn't really get. He said, I wish you would learn to read minds and I don't like you very much right now. Cool, thanks. You
1: know, he does that thing and I'm, I'm in this category of dudes where they say, where's my shoes or they, where's oh, my thing? And so they kind annoying. of expect someone to pipe up and be like, yeah, they're right there.
0: Yep. And so he is mad that he, she is not holding his hand through that moment for him. Man, looking back, we see so much of... I don't want to say the root of the problem, but kind of how problems snowballed. So Cody's losing his shit at home, running around. We get an interview with Cody and the wives on the couch. And Robin is just really talking him up, talking about how much stress he has, how, like, we don't even know the stress he's under. He doesn't get to have a bad day. I was just like, oh... Fast forward to season 16, 17. We are seeing, oh yeah, Robin came in cap in hand. She's the only one that can communicate. She solves all the problems. What what was the donkey reference? Well, you know- Circling the donkey. You
1: know, Cody is definitely venting to Robin.
0: Oh yeah. Of all of the issues they have. And she's like, yeah, you have horrible wives. Look how good I am. And these are the seeds that were planted in season one and two.
1: Did you also notice Cody, I'm pretty sure he was packing on Mary's side of the house.
0: He always does. And I think it's
1: because it can be a huge clusterfuck. Yeah. And it's really quiet. It's just Mary and Leon. He's like, yeah. I can take my time. I can, I can spread out. I have the whole living room. She'll
0: tell me exactly where all my stuff is. Yeah. Hunter is helping pack stuff on the top of the cars. He looks at his watch and he says, oh, we're supposed to leave at 10 and it's two. I do like his little shade. He's like, I'm just here to get the job done. You know, all of this probably propelled him into a very structured life.
1: I could see that. Air Force
0: Academy. John Hopkins. What is he like a doctorate of nursing? Like something crazy. Yeah. So structured. Nothing's going to be chaotic like that again. So we find out that they have to get to the cabin by dark, but they only have one car that can make it to the cabin. The rest of the two two two-wheel drive cars have to be left behind in a parking lot. And then we will transfer everything to the one car over a few trips to make it to the cabin. By transferring items, we mean people and items brought.
1: The planning.
0: Why, why?
1: did do we have to go to this cabin it just sounds like a shit show you having to stop you're just can you imagine people must have been hanging out for a very long time at that little base camp area just kind of waiting because you have to first do the initial trip up get everyone situated unload that car go back down Transfer all your shit from other cars. Load those people. Go up. What if you're like the last group to get picked up? (laughs) Yeah. Now you have to drop them off again. Drop off that, you know, everything you just loaded. Then do it all over again. Yep. That is a long day.
0: And then to not get into this luxurious, huge, beautiful vacation home, we are then into what looks like a two-bedroom A-frame cabin.
1: Any home for this? Anything less than eight bedrooms is too small (laughs) for this family
0: like they're very comfortable like they all look happy like no one's complaining so that's that's great but you know like sleeping arrangements are wild everyone's in the living room on the couch you saw that little like upstairs area
1: oh it's living room it's gonna be sleeping bags and just (laughs) bodies on you know next to each other
0: which like that's fun as you're a kid but like man like do them are there enough beds for moms that's my concern not even so much the kids just like do the moms have a bed
1: oh here's the thing who gets cody for christmas night
0: oh my gosh it's robin for sure it's their first christmas together you have to mm. yeah she's in the rotation interesting it should have been mary let's be honest It probably should have been mary
1: oh i don't know i don't have a preference oh, no, i just find it. i take it...
0: that back it, they should have kept the rotation whatever it is whoever nights it falls on that should be it actually i take that all back but you know he fucked up the rotation on purpose. Oh for sure. Yeah. For sure. He did a lot of calculating. So yeah,
1: somehow the schedule <laughs> lined up where it happened to be Robin. Yeah, we don't we don't perfectly. even know. We're just now we're just making up no, a story. No, but that's my favorite part of the show. <laughs> I mean, even the bathroom situation. What are you going to guess? There's maybe two bathrooms? I
0: that's being generous. Yes, at that's most. That's being
1: very generous. Yeah.
0: Everyone is in the cabin. I think we've done the last trip up the mountain and then Cody says Oh, the guy with the snowmobiles have been waiting for us all day long. And it's dark now, so we should get going on that.
1: What? Uh, What?
0: Why didn't you get snowmobiles first? If someone is waiting on you.
1: On the way there, couldn't you have dropped off? Eh, It's kind of hard to drop off someone. No, because you could have dropped off like Logan, one or two of the adults. Maybe another big kid and be like, hey, just ride those snowmobiles up to the cabin. Yes,
0: because that's the logical thing to do. Janelle ends up staying in the cabin with the kiddos and everyone getting food ready, food unpacked, just getting everything situated. Cody, Logan, Mary. Did Christine go? I know Robin went.
1: I don't remember.
0: I don't either. I don't remember seeing her there. Maybe Probably
1: not with Truly, I doubt it. Maybe.
0: But they all went to get the snowmobiles, and in true Cody fashion, we have to be super dramatic. And he says, if you go right, you live. If you go to the left, you freeze to death. Okay, well, let's, let's just Sir, stay on the there's, path.
1: There's literally only one path to take. <laughs> there's so much fucking snow that there's only one even semi-paved path.
0: You could just hug that wall. It's fine. You'll be okay. They get back to the cabin, the tree is set up, and everyone starts helping decorate it, which was very cute to see. And honestly, it is like a Hallmark movie. You're in a cabin, you have a beautifully fresh cut tree, you're decorating it with all your family. What more could you want? We get a voiceover of Cody on the couch with the wives saying that when families are persecuted, they split the families up. He starts choking up, he pauses for a moment. In my notes, I wrote, well, you did that all on your own now harsh so we didn't need them to do it because you were great at it too much maybe (laughs) and then nothing like the spirit of christmas to ease the pain of life-changing news we get a flash kind of a foreshadowing of some of the children being told that they are moving and this was not the right time the browns don't have great timing also only telling some of the children. So not only are they heartbroken, but they can't tell anyone.
1: Well, in the recording or the audio playback of Cody's voice, he said we've told some of the older children, Mm -hmm. the younger children. And I'm like, what's the point of that? Your family cannot keep a secret. So why would you tell (laughs) the older kids? They're going to tell other kiddos. So I'm sure by the time you mentioned it, pretty much everyone already knew.
0: It's just not appropriate to expect your children to keep secrets.
1: Now, I did enjoy that this is our first little taste of we're almost getting to Vegas.
0: Right? Like, we're, this is the first little mention of the plan being put into place. Man, I feel so bad. Like, everyone's in this cabin and they're just awful news that these kids have to keep.
1: Oh, especially from a kid's mindset, the world they live in right now—that's as big as the world is.
0: Yes, it's so, so small. Their school, their friends, their home.
1: So moving, you know, this is like time before like pretty much every kid has a cell phone. You're you're pretty much saying goodbye to all of these friends. Mm-hmm. You have to make new friends. You're going to be the new kid in school. I mean, that's a lot a lot to put on a child. Um, yeah. So if for some reason, you see the children not excited. I mean, that's that's why.
0: And then to think in the future of when. They tell the kids we're moving to Flagstaff and how heartbroken the kids were, especially like Hunter had a scholarship, doing amazing in sports and oh, we're taking you out of school, taking you out of state. Man, not good. So they're just constantly dealing with moving, trying to adjust, being the new kid. That sucks. In the last scene, Robin is sitting on the couch and says, nobody can take Christmas away from you. But you guys took it away from the kids, so great.
1: Good episode.
0: On that happy note.
1: Good episode.
0: (laughs) It was a good episode. It is nice to see kind of the little breadcrumbs of where this is going.
1: Thinking about it, do you think Vegas was good for the Browns? I mean, we mentioned it before on the pod. We're sort of being sold a certain image of who they are or how their family's doing. Because even the catfish was during Vegas. I mean, like, Mm -hmm. how good was Vegas overall? I think for the children, it was pretty good.
0: They got out. They got more connections, I feel like. They got to see a bigger area. But, I mean, with everyone... Not everyone, but with a lot of people in the end going back to Utah, was it at all beneficial? I don't know. But at the time, thinking your family's going to get split up, I guess it is. I mean, it's a much better reason to leave on next week we see the continuation of the cabin and everyone having fun and sledding this is where Mary gets like massive amount of air <laughs> and yeah it's just a beautiful Christmas with them so it'll be good to see and maybe it'll just be like such a sweet episode I don't really remember it so we'll see
1: thank you all so much for joining us in this episode we really appreciate you all tuning in please give us feedback give us your questions uh, really excited to keep this going oh do you want to give a little bit of news on how we're going to close out season two?
0: Yes. So we're playing with the idea of closing out season two. So what's that? Two to three more episodes. And then taking a little break from Sister Wives. Of course, we will always be back. Don't worry. (laughs) But taking a little bit break to do some TV specials. We recently just binged um, Indian Matchmaker and it's one of our favorite shows to binge and we have so much fun. So we were like, what if we just do a really high level episode or two on that and the different couples and individuals or just like older shows? Like someone mentioned like, oh, we should cover John and Kate Plus 8, like one of their episodes. And I was like, oh, Kate's intense. That would be good to watch as an adult because I watched that as like a high schooler. What will I think of these people as fellow adults?
1: That wouldn't be bad. We've gotten messages for Love is Blind. I don't oh, know yes. if you want to go down that rabbit hole. I feel
0: like with the, because we haven't seen any of the seasons, like I have no frame of reference for it. So my only concern is do we have to watch? I mean, I assume you have to watch all of it, right?
1: I don't know. I mean, is it, I don't know if it's a continuation or if it's different, a completely different story every season.
0: Same producers as maths, so I would assume we have to watch it all to see how it ends. Gotcha. So that's a little harder. Gotcha. But we wanted to kind of like switch it up, or if you guys were here during March, we would do like the March Madness random episodes, and so we would talk about March Madness, but in the end we would just talk about our week, or things that were annoying, or things in the news, and so we were thinking maybe some random episodes like that.
1: Something we've also played with is maybe featuring some of the top documentaries we've watched in the past but more from a perspective of what we're going through as we watch it or what were our thought processes because we don't we don't want to get super technical with those Mm -hmm. breakdowns because the documentary
0: already does so we don't want to add a ton or do a bunch of research on top of that but more what happens in the documentary what we thought our end thoughts you know things like that more high level i guess so we're thinking of doing that after this season. So stay tuned. Maybe I'll put a poll out. Maybe people are like, no, just stick with Sister Wives. We don't want to hear about anything else. So <laughs> Maybe I'll do a poll. Let's see. But yeah, I think that's it for this episode. Oh, one more kind of heads up. We are traveling wildly for the next four weeks. So there might be some wonky drop dates. The, the goal is to still drop it every week. Both episodes every week, Maths and Sister Wives. But there might be a little bit delay or we might have to drop two in one week. You know, sometimes in previous math seasons, we would have to miss a week, but we would do both episodes the next week. Mm -hmm. So bear with us, (laughs) please. I'm sorry, but we will still make it happen somehow. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a good weekend and we'll talk to you soon.
1: Thank you all so much. We'll talk to you later.